Hello, and welcome to Unlikely Adventurers, your podcast about chaos. I'm one of your hosts, Macy Craig. Becca's off being a badass, doing stuff. And so today, I'm joined by Cameron, a.k.a. Ghost, as you would all know him on the podcast. Hello. Hello. Hoping I can (laughs) come close to even remotely matching the chaos that... I overhear normally. Well, a peek behind the curtain, Cameron's usually sitting in the same room as I am while I record, so he only hears half the chaos. So I think you <laughs> I think you have a pretty good idea of the chaos. So what I've decided to do today is um, Cameron makes maybe some of the most awful DM nightmare characters <laughs> that he doesn't ever get to use on me or in any other games. <clears throat> So, what we're going to do is we're going to go over some of our D&D Beyond characters that we have played, that we haven't played, um, and I'm going to give you a little peek inside of my husband's brain, because... Oh, boy. Are you sure you want to make this public? I need... Do you want this to be public? Sure. You agreed to this. Yeah, I guess that's true. (laughs) All right, so, um, Cameron, why don't you start us off with one of your your D&D characters? Uh, okay. You're going to go soft or hard? Soft or hard to start? Right off the bat. Well, I right guess I have bat. two. I have two that are kind of like ridiculous. So I'll start with like the lesser of the two sort of ridiculous ones. Okay. So this character's name is <laughs> is Yida Yoinka. <laughs> that is literally their name. Uh, <laughs> so this character was very much like as much a is kind of just a meme character because it was very much all about how do I make a sorcerer that is well actually it's a sorcerer fighter warlock. Jesus. That is all about exploiting like push and pull mechanics using Eldritch Blast. All right. So you can take, so it's like stuff like taking Eldritch Blast and then I think that's like the, what's it called? Like the pushing uh, thing that you take where it's like whenever you hit somebody with it, you can push them 10 feet versus like taking the other one where it's like you can pull them 10 feet and basically just using that to control the battlefield as much as possible and drive some poor DM insane. Yeah. All right. So <clears throat> run me through a scenario. Uh, how does Yida Yonka work? How does Yida Yonka work? Oh boy. So I think the the <laughs> the earlier probably version of it would be using Repelling Blast. That's what it's called. And so when you hit a creature with Eldritch Blast, you can push the creature up to 10 feet away from you on a straight line, right? So that's mm-hmm. like the thing. Okay. So then you just take that and you abuse it with the multicasting stuff that the warlocks get, the sorcerers get. And so you just spend slots to yeet your enemy like 70 feet away from you so they can never actually get close to you. And then you just do that, and you're doing little Eldritch Blast Blasts the whole way through them, you know? Nifty. And then by the end of it, your DM is angry because they can't get close to you, and you're and just And they didn't make the around. NPC combat a spellcaster. Yeah. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my first character. Yida Yoinka. Yeah, Yida Yoinka. That's such a good name. <laughs> I don't know if I have any... Let's see. What do I have in here? Do-do-do-do. I think my main favorite one, I mean, this is mostly just, like, a funny, I liked this character. It was for a um, one-shot stream that I did, and her name was Pidge Thelman. She's a level five Lightfoot halfling uh, cleric grave domain. Um, And I just made, you know, she's 13, I think, a 13-year-old goth, like, campgoer. And I loved this stream, and I, I need to find it, because I need to listen to it again. <laughs> but just the very, like, 
vocal fry and nothing matters in this world and that kind of character. Uh, she was just my favorite because she was just, a, I just got to play an angsty 13 year old, which like, you know, you play the normal angsty edgelord characters and those are fine and great. But if you give them 13 year old angst, I feel like that just upped the ante a little bit. Mm, yeah, not definitely. Um, she got into a lot of shenanigans and almost died. Oh. But she didn't. She made it all the way through that stream. Pidge made it. Pidge made it. Pidge nice. Solomon. Short for pigeon. <laughs> yep. All right, I guess next then. My next one? Yep. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, here, I can. I guess I can go. If we're talking about child characters, you were the DM for this character. Oh. Uh, it was... So I played a cleric... And what was her name? The Endless Scrolling. Yeah, the end Endless Scrolling. How many scrolling. characters do you have in D&D &D Beyond? A lot, mainly because I have a lot of PCs that I also build out. Or oh, NPCs. Okay, yeah. It's like NPCs in my games. So, doesn't that sound... Oh, Yeltoris. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you remember Yelt. So Yelt was built for a one-shot that Macy ran. And Yelt was a... Let's see, how old was she? So she's 400 years old, but she recently had an accident or a, yeah, an accident where she was transformed into, I think, a 12-year-old or something like that. Yeah, she looks like she was 12 years old. And so there's this very funny dynamic of being the oldest character while also looking like the youngest character. And that was very funny and weird. I remember her also being the most edgy, but also the most like level-headed. Yeah, because she was very frustrated because she suddenly had to go through puberty again. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, damn, I've been going for 400 years. Yeah. And now suddenly I'm going through puberty again. Against my will. For all of you that have been following along with Unlikely Adventures the whole time, I think I posted this on Twitter when it happened. But during that same game was when Travis summoned the 64 bros or whatever. Yes. So Yelp was part of that game. Yes, Yelp got to witness the 64 bros. The bro-inning. The bro-inning. <laughs> The great bro winning of, what was it, 2018? 17? Yeah. I don't know. Long time a ago. A lifetime ago. Yeah. Pre-Panini. Pre-Panini. Uh, so yeah, your turn. Oh boy. <laughs> Man, I don't actually have a lot of characters on here. I mean, I've talked about Mapuru. I think before. Mapuru just makes me laugh because, so Cameron's the DM for this one. Yes. Hi, yeah. Winry. Oh my gosh. So Cameron is running a game where we're re... Oh, I just, I think I'm having a stroke. Do you want me to give the whole backstory of what happened or how the game They're started? They're reintroducing mind flayers to the world. <clears throat> yes. And so my character is a mind flayer that they're reintroducing to the world. Um, but my favorite thing about that is that I got to make a lot of the decisions about how how do mind flayers do mm -hmm. stuff. And my favorite of all is that um, their tentacles show their emotions. So whenever Mapuru gets like flustered or anything, like their their tentacles will turn purple or pink. Or if they get sick, they'll turn green and all that good stuff. Um, but my favorite thing in the world is that I've decided that their tentacles are also like the most sensitive part of their body. <laughs> so like <laughs> when they're feeling things or trying to like get information like there was this little castle that was really rough it was like a little model and Mapuru just sat there and like fondled the castle and like stuck their tentacles in all the little nooks and crannies but my favorite thing was how sexual it made it sound I mean yes we are talking about tentacles <laughs> yeah Mapuru's just face. feeling stuff yep. on <clears throat> their face yep 
Doesn't I have mean, to be sexual. Yeah. I mean, you know, mind players don't reproduce traditionally, so, you know, they've got to... Got to get it somehow. Yeah, you got to get that simulation, right? <laughs> <laughs> Good. Stimulate your face. Chew five gum. Stimulate your face. These are my chin stimulants. <laughs> Is that a new drug? Yeah. <laughs> Chimulants? Chimulants. Chimulant mints. Chimulments. Chimulments. Wow. Yeah. We're really Chim. going somewhere with this. Chimulants. <laughs> Chints. Chintsy. I don't know. Next character. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> should I talk about... Yes. I guess I can talk about... I don't uh, have anyone different... else. Do you, are you out already? I'm out already. Oh, geez. Man, yeah. I have so many... So I guess, well, here, I'll Which go into another. Which is why I asked you to do this with me. That's oh, a good point. Yeah, Winry? Well, Winry's got a lot to say. She's really contributing to the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I think I'll talk about one of the characters that I made a long time ago. This is the first time I ever got to run, like, an evil character. Or Yeah, we ran an evil. One of my friends was like, hey, I'm doing an evil campaign. Make some crazy people. And so I made a crazy serial killer named Kree Prada, which... So, funny thing about the name is her name is Kripada, which means blood breather in some other language. And I very accidentally realized that her name is Kripi. Mm-hmm. And that was not something that I planned, but it worked out very well. Anyways, she's this crazy woman who has runs around on stilts and has a tank on her back for blood. And she, yeah, serial kills people and takes their blood. And it was very... But I need you to describe her backstory more because like she's a lot creepier than just some masked chick that runs around on stilts well oh yeah so <clears throat> the funny thing about her backstory is that there was like different phases to it because i made the original character and it was like she was literally just creepy creepy character who runs around on stilts and then that campaign sort of ended but I, I liked the character a lot so i wanted to like bring it into a different game so i went and i actually like wrote down this whole big backstory about like these terrible things that happened to her that made her the type of person she was mm-hmm. And then she has this very, like, weirdly warped perspective of, like, people will die, but they also, like, suffer a lot in their lives. So part of the reason she kills people is that she kills them, takes their names, and, like, memorizes their names, and then plans on then later true resurrecting them in a different, better place. Which is very weird and not not sound in yeah. any way. Yeah, yeah, But, yeah, that was her That's plan. That's a normal... Yeah, it's definitely a normal, healthy perspective in yeah. on life. It's just kill people and then bring them back in a better place. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. totally against their will, but you know. So my first interaction with this character, though, was in a one-shot that we were running, or that was our friend Brennan was running. And she descended from the ceiling like a fucking creep spider and only only ever approached the female, um, like, female enemies and would just really creepily be like, what's your name? And I was like, oh. <laughs> So then when Cree finally asked for my sweet little Southern Belle character's name, she was like, I don't know if I should tell you my name. What, didn't it? you like tell me and then immediately regret it afterwards? Yeah, no, for sure. I was like, yeah, yeah my name's whatever. And then everyone else was like, oh. Yeah, and all <laughs> the people that know Cree were like, oh, and I was like, what? <laughs> and then you just turned into a whale. And, and then somebody. I turned into a whale and crushed someone. And it was, yeah. That was my favorite. Yeah, that was an exciting couple of sessions. Ugh, man. But I wouldn't give to be a whale and crush somebody. 
Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, oh, Jesus, back to me again. Back to you again. Nothing else? Oh, boy. I can't think of anyone else because I've already, I mean, <clears throat> everyone on this podcast knows about Ira. That's a good point, yeah. Um, I mean, I do run this podcast normally, so most yeah. people know about all of my crazy shit. That's a good point. Uh, all right. Uh, another, I'll do another mechanically exploitative character. Okay. So another one was I tried to figure out how you could make the best sniper in the game. And so what I came up with is it's a Rogue 2, Warlock 2, Sorcerer 3. And basically, the turns out the longest range thing you can get in D&D, as far as I could find, is actually Eldritch Blast. Or Firebolt, I think. I think you can take... No, yeah, it was Firebolt. Because you can use a couple of different... Like, throughout a bunch of, like, mechanical exploits, you can combine and compound Firebolt's uh, range. And I don't know if I wrote down exactly how far it got, but I want to say it was up in the, like, couple thousand foot range. Because you could just keep doubling it using the um, extending, the Sorcerer's Extension Mm -hmm. spells, and then a couple other things... Oh, no, that's what it was, is Eldritch Spear. Eldritch Spear is the one that doubles your cantrip uh, distances, and then you start doubling that with the sorcery thing, and it it got pretty high up there. I can't remember exactly what the number was. I wish I'd written it down. Once like, we get to one of but my later dumb characters. High? Yeah, it was dumb high. Once we get to a later character, I did write down the numbers on that character. Oh, my God. This char- that character will be... I feel like we should end it on that character. Yeah, I feel like that's my favorite one to talk about later. Yeah. yeah. Um... <clears throat> what's another character that you have some like memories out of mine or some weird moment with one of my characters hmm. so what games have I played with you let me see so there's space space game space wasn't weird though yeah this is my poor traumatized yeah uh, raised as a soldier character <clears throat> um because I feel like, in general, we play pretty straight games. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. We tend to, despite all the ridiculousness that we talk about, we tend to... Honestly, Travis and Camden are the two that bring the most crazy shit to the table, like, on, on the reg. Mm-hmm. What? Well, and that's funny, because that's then the games that they're in are the ones where I brought some of the weirder characters, because I feel like it was more tonally in, yeah. in whatever. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, hmm. Because, yeah, we talked about Kree, who you have memories of. Because then, I mean, the other games that, I mean, I DM'd Amnesia, and that was Ash, and she wasn't weird. Yeah, Ash was very... I accidentally weird. gave her some OP gloves, but... Yeah, that was funny. Give me the... the Miss yeah, Marvel make gloves. sure you friggin' read. If you're gonna give people <laughs> Griffin Saddlebag stuff, like, highly recommend. Check them out on Instagram. Buy their cards, because they're wonderful. But read the descriptions, because my dumb shop owner just was like oh you're looking for gloves here's some gloves they only cost a gold because i'm dumb and i think i had debated making him like a god and just being like i have no need for money so i'm gonna cause chaos which then just i caused my own distress in my own world so that's on me but basically these gloves let you burrow oh yeah so they gave me earth uh earth walk or whatever it's called the where yeah where you can just burrow swim yeah you can basically just sink into any this the fuck appear yeah. And they were worded in such a way that it didn't... So most of the times when you use Earthwalk or whatever the ability is called, you can't end your turn in the ground. However, these didn't have that stipulation, which I realized very quickly was pretty broken. So I had to like... Yeah. It was one of the first times I had to like self-moderate a little bit and be like, okay, I need to... 
I need to not explain. But this you too bad. didn't. No, I did because I never took mobile. If I'd taken mobile, the game, I, my character would have totally broke, because I would have hit somebody, just walked into the ground while they couldn't touch me, hung out underground, came out, hit them again, walked back down. Yeah, no but you would like attack, you would nothing. just like swing out of the wall and disappear. I'm like, you're still within five feet of me, but you're in the wall. Yeah, but you get the opportunity attack at least. No, I no, I did. If you're within took five feet of me. Hmm? No, if my character was like up, no. I remember there being a specific scenario where like we were in a cave and my character was like up against the wall and you were oh. just like poke, 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 poke from the wall. Oh, I was like, yeah. bitch, no. Yeah. So then I started making all of my combats were like in metal buildings. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I remember timidly This boss asking. fight is in a metal building. Yep. Metal building. Yep. No, the nightmare space is not made of dirt, actually. (laughs) It's your nightmare, not mine. Well, so the funny thing about that, too, though, was when I wasn't uh, earthwalking or whatever, I then had extendo fists up to, like, a crazy range, too. Because I could punch characters from, let's see, what was it? It was the tectonic gauntlets. So it was... Yeah, you could extend your reach by five feet for each charge that I spent, and it had... 10 charges so i could feasibly extend my reach by like up to 50 feet or something like that jesus christ um which is then for like punches and i'm a blood hunter so it was like very much like one hit was could could pack a little bit mm-hmm. but yeah so that was that was interesting ash was a very interesting exercise in mashing a bunch of very strange homebrew and mechanics together yeah she ended up being a little disjointed throughout the middle the middle section of the game. Then towards the end, I was like, all right. Yeah. Finally figured some stuff out. Yeah. <clears throat> to be fair, I love DMing. Inexperienced <laughs> is the word I would use for my... Not inexperienced, unknowledgeable around the rules. So I'm like, yeah, you guys can just have whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> you are... Uh, it would be the word like... Um, Self-destructive. <laughs> I guess. Chaotic. Yeah, I guess flippant about whether it's like what 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 you allow yeah which is great it was very fun and oddly enough like that the way that you approach things ended up leading to like one of my favorite combat encounters that like i think i've ever played in was one that you ran and it was that one where we were trying to catch so in this in this combat encounter i accidentally we we it was not just me uh we accidentally caught (laughs) macy's bbeg but it was by like the skin of our teeth because of you it was the extendo gloves was like the thing that made it possible and then mia's stun because mia's uh her uh the rod would like tie people up Mm -hmm. so she gave us somebody else gave one of the other players a a rod that would like you could just um what's the word it's not uh it was a rope yeah but what's the restrain you could just restrain (laughs) an enemy and so, yeah, so that happened, and so that slowed down the PPG that we were not supposed to actually be fighting. We were told to run away, and we did not. <laughs> yeah, and then you caught her, and then I... Yeah, and chopped off her hands. Well, Nathan chopped off her hands, but... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, well, we've been going on here for 20 minutes, so do we want to... Move on to a couple other characters. Yeah. So, yeah, let's Or we see. can... I mean, if you have more characters you want to talk about. Uh, let's see. Uh, I have... I don't know if I... Should I talk about Rix? Is Rix... I don't uh, know who that is. It's the, the 
Just talk about it. Oh, okay. So my... (laughs) This is a character concept that I've not played yet. Part of me really actually thinks it would be very fun. So this character is a necromancer, but... Oh! Okay. (laughs) So they're a necromancer, but like their whole thing and like their primary motivation for being a necromancer is they really... is. How do I say this? They're very horny. Say it. They're very horny, but they don't like people very much. Yeah. And so they've become a necromancer this to solve this problem. This is my podcast, Cameron. You can say whatever the fuck you want on here. You can say she fair. fucking vores skeletons to that's fill her true. own body. She, yeah, she does not do that. Exact, no, she doesn't do that. But, you know. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Nothing is off limits here. Yeah, so yeah. So anyways, yeah. So this is my horny necromancer mm-hmm. who... Raises the undead and then... <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> raises, raises them the undead. in more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And she's... Yeah, that's kind of the initial concept. And that's it. Yeah, that's... She's that, horny. I guess, yeah, she's a, a horny necromancer. And who's... she has a literal throne of skeleboys. Yeah, no, I did actually draw this character, and it was very fun to, like, draw out a bunch of skeleton people who were, like, supporting her and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> In more ways than one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's very excited for when she can finally She's very excited. A guest. Why? Guest? Yeah. Because they're big and strong and tall and... Ooh, swoon. Yeah. <laughs> more Dami, as it were. I my tooth and bit my Oh, jeez, I'm sorry. Uh, so, yeah, that's Rick's. Rix Zekarost is her name. Uh, and then I did make one character for Unlikely Adventures that we never got around to playing, which was... Oh, yeah. Well, we might still play that. Okay, so I won't talk about that. There may or may not be a speed dating one shot coming up soon because, as we all know, Becca's parents <clears throat> wrote a really good book called Naughty <laughs> and Dice, a role player's guide to sexual encounters in D&D or something like that. I can see it, but I have a cat on my lap, so I'm not going to go up and get it. But, uh, yeah, so I was going to run a speed dating one shot only using the rules from that book. Mm-hmm. Should, so, I yeah. tell, should I say what my character's name is? Sure. My name is Silky Errata Sin, but Sin is spelled with an X. So, that's... Sex. Yeah, sex. Dumb. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's finish it off with literally my nightmare character. Yeah, so this... I threatened to play this character... In uh, the Round Table of Fire, which I think Macy has talked about, probably. Um, <clears throat> and so this was, this uh, eventually turned into me and Macy co-DMing, and it might be because I threatened Macy with this character that she decided I Absolutely could not. Absolutely, that's why. <laughs> She's like, like, no, no, just join me. I don't want to deal with me. this guy. <laughs> what? So, Grand idea. How about you don't play this yeah. ca- the crazy? Yeah. So this character's name is, uh, they're a tabaxi. Uh, they, have, <laughs> they have blue fur. Their name is Santiago Nicolaya, which they use, usually shorten those. Uh, do I, should I say what it's shortened to? Their first name is San. They go by San. And their last name is Nick. Alaya. Anyways, yeah, they're a tabaxi and they're slightly blue colored. So this character was all about, so this is a 20th level game, so I decided, okay, if I take a 20th level character that I can do anything with in any multi-class, whatever, how can I make the fastest D&D character possible? And so, the 
<laughs> I hate it. So this character was a five monk, five barbarian, two fighter, two rogue, six wizard. And so the way that it would work. Uh, do I have the actual numbers? So I have the I have the multipliers written down. I'm hoping that I have. Yeah, so let's see. So their base walking speed is 95 feet. That is their their base walking. Um, then they can use. Oh man, I wish I had this written down. I thought I wrote this down like into the actual thing, because basically what it is is you can take. Oh yeah, yeah. So here's what it is: is you take. Do you want to do some math for me? Okay. Yep. Ready. <clears throat> okay. So base 95 feet of walking speed. Okay. So then you take boots of speed, which is two times the walking speed, so double it. Then you take haste, so double all of that. Then you take the tabaxi's double movement once per turn, or once every other turn, so double that. Oh, are we up to 760? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so that's 760 just using, like, things that the character has. They have 760 feet of walking speed. But then you can, if you prep for your previous turn, you can then add your base walking speed on top of that, which is... Plus 95? No, so the way that it works is the multipliers work afterwards. So that's the first first thing. So first 760 thing feet. It's first one. Okay, so now restart. Okay. So now we're going to do readied movement, so plus 95. Dash as a bonus action, plus 95. Dash as a main action, plus 95. Haste action, plus 95. Action surge action, plus 95. Okay. 475. Okay, so now <laughs> double that with boots of speed. Double that with a haste. Double that with a tabaxi double movement. Jesus Christ. And now we're at a a, a tabaxi who can move at a... A literal mile a minute. A staggering a half mile, technically, but... Uh, staggering 2,000, right? Oh, mile a but minute. no. No, it's more than that. That's a mile. That's half oh, yeah, mile it's... in six seconds. Yeah, you're right. So 2,280 feet in... What is it? Six seconds? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2,280 feet in six seconds. And so this is why I was like, absolutely the fuck not. See, what I really wanted to do is just make it so that the only thing they would fight with actually was bowling balls. And they would just, they would, my idea here was great because what you do is you take, you take a bag of holding and you put the bowling ball in the bag of holding. You get up to speed, you pull the bowling ball out of the bag of holding. So it just starts at your speed and then you just huck it at the person. And now you have a, 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 a bowling ball going at. 2,228 feet in six seconds. So what is that divided by? What is that divided by six? What's the feet per second here? Yeah, so that's 380 feet per second. (laughs) So this is why I had to say, hey, instead of that, counterpoint, DM with me. Instead of making your job exponentially harder, I'll just make it easier. We can share yeah. the load. So yeah. Anyways, that that is the that is the character that uh, got me banned from being a player in Roundtable of Fire yep. <laughs> instead. Banned. Banned. Promoted. Something. Who knows? I would still love to play that character just to see what kind of ridiculous things would happen. But yeah, it was a uh, it was a good time. And then how you get up to ninety five walking speed? There was some old other technical stuff about how he did that, but. Oddly enough, the wizard ended up being a weirdly important class. Because mm-hmm. you can create, like, a rock that gives you plus 10 speed. Yeah. So. Well. What was it? There was some other. 
the joke I was gonna make about like the things they were collecting. Oh no, that's what it was. If you kill, if you take another, it's called a T. I put wrote T stone. I can't remember what it, what's it act like transmutation stone or something. But anyways, so you can only make one of them yourself. Yeah. But if you find a wizard who has one of these, you can kill them and take their stone. And so hypothetically, if I got a bunch of multicolored stones from different wizards. Each one of those, I think, what is it? How many Chaos Emeralds are there? Seven? Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, so if I got seven. six more, then that would add another 60 feet to the base, plus all the multipliers and everything. So that was their ultimate goal, is to just become... To find all the seven chaos, literal yeah. chaos emeralds. <laughs> yeah. The literal chaos emeralds that are just transmutation stones from other dead wizards. God damn it. Yeah, anyways. So yeah, so... I hope you all enjoyed... <laughs> this chaos um i am actually going to try to put the music at the top and bottom of this but I can't, if i can't figure that out i'll still say it anyway thank you so much to josh wildhorn for the use of his song leap of faith uh, you can find him on soundcloud.com slash josh wildhorn all of his music is wonderful thank you for letting us put this on our garbage podcast for free no less you angel um and if you want to find us on social media you can find us on uh, Twitter at Unlikely Podcast, on Instagram at Unlikely underscore Adventures. We are, you can send us an email at unlikelyadventurespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also snag us on TikTok at Unlikely Adventures. Um, Becca and I are actually planning some TikToks out. She had some chef's kiss ideas, so I'm very excited about those. Um, Cameron, where can I find you? You do stuff. Oh, You're on Twitter um, a lot. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say go to Twitter for art. Um, if you want to follow me for like art, go to my Instagram is Cam Craig Art at Instagram. Um, so C A M C R A I G A R T. And then uh, my art station has a little bit more stuff. So I think I'm just Cameron Craig on art station. I have a little, the same avatar that the Instagram. Yeah, if has. you want to see, if you want to see the little uh, Ricks, the horny necromancer girl. Yes, she is, is she on, on Instagram. There? She's on Instagram. She's on Instagram. If you want to see Cree, the creepy blood-sucking serial killer she is on instagram but she's also on my art station as more like there's a little few more pictures on my art station yeah she's the one with the white mask she's very creepy, creepy. looking uh. Uh. <laughs> so yeah so if you want to check ghost out here on any of those feel free to check him out yeah. um thank you oh you're welcome for Anytime. joining me on my garbage podcast uh, this is definitely not garbage it's uh pretty chaos yeah this is some some spe- if this is this is garbage it's some choice garbage oh thank you this is, i'm a i'm a raccoon and this is some choice dumpster fire mm-hmm. <laughs> um we should be back to normal so this week technically so we should have a normal episode up on oh frick yeah we should have a normal episode up on saturday um i need to coordinate with becca about some stuff um but yeah we should be back to our normal scheduled chaos by then So until then, I am one of your hosts, Macy Craig. I am your temporary host ghost. Oh, ghost host. Ghost host. Uh, Yeah, and we'll see you next week. Love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.